missed it, download it. This is the Morning Sickness Podcast. I love it. It's brilliant. On 957therock.com and the 957therock app. Maybe this will refresh your memory. Since 2008, the morning sickness with Brian, Gene, and Shaw have been your wake-up specialists. Like old times, huh? Now it's time to take a look back. Go way back. It's the Monday morning throwback. Every Monday morning from the Sweet Stop and Sandwich Shop in Preston. The Monday morning throwback brought to you by the Sweet Stop and Sandwich Shop in Preston. They are closed today as they restock and sort of rest up from a very busy weekend. Trout days up there in Preston, Shaw. Trout days. So, yeah, they were a little busy. I can imagine. At the shop, and so they're closed today to restock, but Mm -hmm. back open tomorrow. That's a little sub shop you've never heard of. Going back to 2015, Drew filling in for Scott Robert Shaw. And there was a new product available for cat lovers who wanted to share in the experience of bathing their cats. He loves cats. He's got a cat. He's got a cat. I've got a cat. You've got a cat. Mm-hmm. Shaw doesn't have a cat because Shaw hates animals. Right. He had a cat. <laughs> Lived a long and healthy life. But it? Drew has a cat. Mm-hmm. And uh, there was a new product, Shaw, that was getting kickstarted. You know, Kickstarter, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Try to fundraising, yeah. Crowdfunding. And they were trying to raise enough money to sell these damn things, and it looks like they succeeded because I went to look at them today, the yesterday, and they exist. And they exist; they're a real thing. But it's called a licky brush, and this was our discussion with Drew about a licky brush for him and his cat. There's a product now for you, for those that enjoy the licking. It's called licky brush, huh? It lets you finally experience the joy of licking your cat in a productive and sanitary way. So instead of a sanitary, okay. Well, oh man. Instead of using your actual tongue right. to lick your cat, you attach brush? the licky brush. It's shaped like a big tongue, and it's got a bunch of like spines on it that are basically like a brush. Okay. So when you lick your cat with it, you're brushing them essentially. The licky brush. Nope. I don't think Drew bought one. But <laughs> I, I we have something similar to that, but it's mounted on the wall. So, so on the corner of the... brushes himself. On the corner, yeah, it's like a cow thing, right? Yeah. You know, at a farm. Cows, they put the, the Scratch brooms up. or the bristles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so we've got a thing like that. It goes on the corner of the wall right about cat height, and it's got, you know, the mm-hmm. the forks or so whatever you want of the fingers in it, and it rubs by. Get it he doesn't use it at all. I was going to ask you if he used it. No, he doesn't. We've never seen him using the stupid thing, and it has little containers for for catnip that you put in there, you know yeah. what I mean? And it comes with it, and it doesn't entice Never mind. No. He just It's another thing that I wasted money on. <laughs> Our cat just, I don't know, he, occasionally he'll tinker around with some stuff, but he really uh, likes a box. You know what I mean? That's just it. Put a box on the floor. Simple sit, needs. Sit in the box, finish laundry, jumps in the laundry basket. Yep. Just kind of, you know. Small spaces. But the, yeah. The licky brush. The Monday morning throwback, which is brought to you by the Sweet Stop and Sandwich Shop in Preston. The best little sub shop you've never heard of. It is Drew's Licky Brush. You can hear our entire conversation with Drew by going to the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com. Who the hell are you guys? It's the best of the morning sickness. Brought to you by Krat Lumber. Only on 95.7 The Rock. You know me, Shaw. I think everything that's connected to the internet is part of Skynet. Right. Especially vehicles, blankets, anything that doesn't need to be on the internet. When it starts linking up with other stuff, I get worried about it, trying to take over the world. AI, right? 
Mm-hmm. Terminators, machines taking over, realizing that we're a threat to this entire environment, Shaw, which we are. And so they decide to eliminate us mm-hmm. to make the world a better place. Normally, I'm very distrustful of these sort of things, but this one has kind of piqued my interest. I think I've also told you that I really enjoy taking care of my lawn, kind of a competition in my neighborhood. Yeah. And as of right now, I'm sort of the king of the neighborhood mm-hmm. when it comes to the lawn care. And I'm using like a 15-year-old push mower that doesn't have driver <laughs> assist, FYI. I'm putting all of the work it's behind that you. mower. It's all you. The Attaboy. wheels don't move on their own, Shaw. I bag it. I yep. take it over to the dump. I do all of it, Shaw. The well weed done. whacking, all of it. But this AI lawnmower thing sounds pretty top-notch. Okay, it's doing it on its own? Well, they already have robot lawnmowers. Yeah. It's like a Roomba for my lawn? Yes. But the Roomba for your lawn, the robot ones that are available now, Yes. Uh, first of all, they're very expensive. Second of all, they work sort of like a, a, a dog uh, hidden fence thing, right? So it's, and- I think there's like lines that you put out there mm-hmm. or you map it out somehow, right? But this AI one is a robot mower that's attached to the internet, Sean. It thinks and learns and you can program it. I don't want my lawnmower to learn. It doesn't chaotically zigzag through your property bouncing off of wires. It can mow in straight lines. It can learn the digital boundaries of your yard so it won't end up in your neighbor's lawn or out in the street, which when you spend a thousand bucks on one of these damn things, you don't want to get run over. Uh huh. It can navigate obstacles like pets, toys, even dog poop in the grass. And it's called the Lawn Meister. <laughs> I like the name. Yeah. You can block off zones that you want to handle for yourself. Like if you've got a specific area, like a garden area, Shaw, you know, where you want to mow and you don't want this thing going in there and tearing up, doing anything it shouldn't be doing. Kids play area. You can teach it mowing schedules as well. Right. So you don't just like have to put it out there yourself. This thing just three o'clock on Tuesday. Go mow. Or weather wise. You know what I mean? Pay attention to the weather. Know when it's raining, when it's not all that stuff. Uh, In a recent Kickstarter. They started out at about $1,000, Shaw. The people who back that product will get their mowers in August. The company says they plan on shifting to retail sales once those orders are filled, but it's unclear where they'll be available and what the price will be. Uh, I'm assuming it'll probably be around 1000 bucks. I watched uh, some demo videos, and this is similar to like when CDs and DVDs started to come out. Remember when people were switching to CDs and they were super mm-hmm. expensive CD players? Yeah. And it was the new technology and you couldn't get a lot of CDs, but it was, you could see it coming. Well, you may want to wait to the second or third generation, right? Let them work out the kinks. Let the price come down a little bit. Yep. And then maybe I might get myself a Lawnmeister, Shaw. I'm thinking about it, huh? I don't know. We'll see. Again, the technology has to improve. But what if it turns on you? Yeah, exactly. Hello, well, it's, Brian. Small, it's small enough. <laughs> it's small enough that I could whack at it with a golf club. Okay. And probably do enough damage to be able to escape. Yeah, scared of it? I'm concerned that if there are multiple lawn meisters in learn, my neighborhood. And they're learning together. And they sync up and sort of transform uh-huh. and make a robot. Now it's an army. Now I've got an issue, Shaw. Now they're chasing me down the street after mm-hmm. I tried to kill their brother mm-hmm. with a golf club. <laughs> It looks like one of those battle bots, by the way. Tank, those like tank battle bot things, Shaw. Yeah, I know looks what you mean. Like, looks like you don't want it running over your foot. It looks scary. I saw one of those, the ones, the robot ones for the first time when we were out doing our rounds for rescues mm-hmm. out at the golf course. I looked up and saw it. I had never seen oh, the one guy actually. On the hill over there by, yeah, yeah, that's by got Fox one Holiday. of those. I've yeah, that ro- robot. Right by there. Take the county it's B. Like, what is that thing in the backyard? What is it? Do? Oh my gosh, it's an automatic. Yeah, I had never seen one <laughs> yeah. in use before. It was. Well, this is different. This is not just a. Yeah. A Roomba for your yard. Right. 
the lawnmeister, Shaw. Intriguing. Using AI technology to mow your lawn. We'll see. Again, I, I'm, I'll, if I'm going to dive into that, it's going to require two or three generations of working the kinks out before I go and spend that kind of money. Brian, Gene, and Shaw get their best stuff every Saturday morning. Brought to you by Krat Lumber. Good morning. Good morning to you, too. Fries and shards. The best of the morning sickness. Too early for flapjacks? Only on 95.7 The Rock. Uh, this may be the world's largest ever gathering of Satanists, and it's about to begin mm. at a hotel in downtown Boston. They perform rituals like an unbaptism in which people symbolically reject the religious rites performed when they were children. This is officially recognized as a religion by the U.S. government. And more than 800 people snapped up tickets for the convention called SatanCon. Members say they don't actually believe in a a literal Lucifer or hell. Instead, they say Satan is a metaphor for questioning authority and grounding your beliefs in science. Uh, The Satanists say they respect everyone's right to choose their own faith, and they're not trying to upset people. But Christian protesters from many denominations gathered outside the hotel carrying signs warning of damnation. Could it be (laughs) Apparently it could be. Oh, this is awkward. The wife of a sheriff in Santa Rosa, California, uh, was arrested on suspicion of drunk driving after crashing into a house and injuring a person inside the home. According to the sheriff's Facebook message, last night, my wife was involved in a DUI crash. Her car hit a house, causing damage, and the one person inside the home was injured. She was arrested and is facing DUI-related charges. The woman who was hurt by the crash said she was sitting in a recliner in the living room of her home watching soap operas. Yeah, when she heard the sound of a car engine and then saw the headlights come crashing through the wall. The Tesla Model 3 crashed into the front of the house. The driver identified as 47-year-old Natasha Whittinghill, the wife of the sheriff. The woman inside was taken by ambulance to the hospital. She hurt her knees and had cuts all over uh, her body. They say that the driver was visibly intoxicated and got out of her vehicle. When neighbors came over to help, then she got belligerent with them and fell into the bushes. She was given a blood alcohol test. The results won't be known for perhaps a week. I'm not that intoxicated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you were. Mm-hmm. Horrific video shows the moment a mob of bicyclists attacked and brutally beat a man in broad daylight in downtown Los Angeles. It happened when a man driving a pickup truck got out of his vehicle and was immediately attacked by a group of four young men. The video shows the man being knocked down, kicked, and stomped on repeatedly as bystanders tried to break up the assault. What led to the violent altercation is not known, but one person said a man, the man in the truck had honked at the group of bicyclists who were swerving That's in and out of traffic. Get beat up by a bike? Yeah. Uh, the man in the truck, apparently, according to one witness, hit one of the young men on the bicycles, and they cut him off and lured him out of his vehicle. Bystanders uh, came to the man's rescue and broke up the fight. The driver eventually left uh, and, and made his uh, getaway. It's not clear the extent of his injuries. They got mad because he honked at him? Yeah. And then he hit one of them, right? Well, he may have, he, according to one have. witness. Yeah. And so then they ganged up and beat the crap out of yeah, him? Yeah, like literally beat the crap out of him. That's some good bicycling right there. I thought I had a pretty... Uh, Productive weekend. Got some errands run. Got some yard work done. Hang out with your daughter. Your daughter came to town. Yeah, my daughter came to town for a little bit. Brought her roommate with her to see lacrosse. Well, this guy had a busier weekend. Uh, A veteran soldier who lost both legs in Afghanistan has achieved mountaineering history after reaching the top of Mount Everest. Hari Buddha Magar from England 
reached the summit of the world's tallest mountain on Friday, having started the climb on April 17th, exactly 13 years after he lost his legs in an IED explosion. Uh, He was only able to spend a few minutes at the top of the mountain uh, because of the poor conditions. Uh, He was supported by a team of Nepalese climbers. Uh, He has become the first double above-the-knee amputee to summit the world's tallest mountain. And we're pretty sure this wasn't Johnny Depp, but you never know. A 43-year-old man who identified himself as Captain Jack Sparrow Mm. was arrested in Portland, Oregon after trying to bite a cop. I'm Captain Jack Sparrow. Savvy. Heavy. Yeah, parlay. He boarded a commuter train dressed as Johnny Depp's character from Pirates of the Caribbean and started harassing other people on the train. Workers tried to kick him off, but he wouldn't leave, so they called the police. Cops say he tried to bite an officer while they were removing him from the train. He's facing charges for trespassing, menacing, disorderly conduct, resisting menacing. arrest, menacing. and interfering with public transportation. Uh, even after they took the guy to jail, he would not give them his real name, so they had to book him as Captain, Captain Jack Sparrow. You are a smelly pirate. Hooker. <laughs> Captain Jack Sparrow Captain fighting Jack cops Sparrow. and menacing. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to be a pirate. Yeah. <laughs> I thought pirates were supposed to be fun. Drinking rum and singing along. Doing pirate songs. <laughs> bird. Pillaging. Little bird, little bird on your shoulder. Mm-hmm. No? I didn't know pirates bit. Yeah, apparently. You're a bitey pirate. <laughs> You are listening to the best of the Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by Krat Lumber. But let's be honest, Shaw's the real star of the show. A 35-second shot, Cock. You know me, Shaw, I love movies. Love them. Love Watch scary them all the time. Movies. Scary movies, action movies, animated movies. Stupid cult classic movies. Love them all. And I can quote movies with the best of them. So when I see a list of the 100 greatest movie quotes of all time, according to the Tough. American Film Institute, I had to peruse Did the you list. Did have problems with it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And again, a lot of this is subjective, right? Based on your own personal feelings. But uh, going in reverse from number 10. Number 10 on the list comes from Taxi Driver. Very famous scene. Mm -hmm. Are you talking to me? Are you talking to me? You talking to me? You talking to me? Like, who the hell else are you talking to? Taxi Driver, Shaw. Number 10 Mm -hmm. on the list. Classic. Classic. Mm. Number 9 on the list. Fasten your seatbelts. It's going to be a bumpy night. From All About Eve in 1950. Has anybody even seen that movie? I don't know what you're talking no, about. Me Again, I, heard I, of it, but I recognize the line. I have heard of the movie. I've never watched no, it. No, I haven't either. And that's the problem with these lists, right? They go so far back in the catalog. Like, look, dude, you have to pay homage to some of the movies of the last, like, 30 years. And they don't really do that. May the Force be with you. Okay. From Star Wars Episode Four: A New Hope, number eight. I mean, everybody says that. They even have a special holiday right. for that. And you're putting it at number eight? Well, the top seven must be great then, right? Mm, not really. Here's another one. From Sunset Boulevard in 1950, again with the old ass movies. Number seven. All right, Mr. DeMille, I'm ready for my close up. 
Has anybody ever said that in the history of ever? I've no. heard that quote, but oh yeah, of course you know it because it's out there I in the ether. Name what movie it was from, but it's not like you walk up to Mary and say, "Hey, Mary, I'm ready for my close up." Right? Nobody says that crap. Here's one that people say: number six on the list of the hundred greatest movie quotes of all time, according to the American Film Institute. Everybody says this one. Shot. I'll be back. That's not even in the top. 10. What? Number six. I'll be back. Go ahead. <laughs> Okay, is that on there? Make my day. Dirty Harry. Dirty Harry. The, well, oh. sudden, su- it was dirty. the character Dirty Harry from the right. movie Sudden Impact. Yeah. 1983, I'll by the way. that one. That is the most recent movie in the top 10. Oh, man. 80, 40 years old. Nothing else over the last 40 years made the top 10. That's crazy to me. That's insane. Arnold. I mean, he invented the one-liner. All of his movies are one-liners. I'll be back. And he's not even in there with I'll be back. Everybody says that. I'll be back. I'll give him go ahead and make my day. Great line. Everybody yes. says that, right? Uh, here's another one. I guess all-time classic. Top five, Shaw. Number five. He's looking at you, kid. Here's looking at you, Casablanca. kid. Casablanca. Casablanca is Bogart, right? Mm-hmm. 1942. And Bogey and McCall. Eh, again, all-time classic. I don't know. But does anybody really say it? Is it is it part of our vernacular? Here's one that everybody says at some point or another, especially if you get lost because your GPS makes you drive into a river. Toto, I have a feeling we're not in Kansas anymore. Okay. Yeah, I'll give you that one. Yeah, that one I'll give you. That's number four. How about Jaws? Is Jaws on here? From 1930. Sorry. Go ahead. 1939, The Wizard of Oz. she's having? (laughs) Dude, it's, it's, I have so many issues. Number three on the list of the top 100 greatest movie quotes of all time, according to the American Film Institute. Again, a little bit of prestigious honor here Uh because it's not just like, you know, some quiz on BuzzFeed. Don't call me Shirley. (laughs) Number three on the list. I could have been a contender. You don't understand. I could have had class. I could have been a contender. Could have been somebody. Instead of a bum, which is what I am. Do you know what movie that's from? On the Waterfront. All right. 1954. Again. I guess people say that I could have been a contender, but like, do you know where it comes from? These, you do, Shaw, but these go to eleven. <laughs> <laughs> this is scenery. It should be. Yeah, do it. I can't. I'm gonna go down the hole here. I'm trying to uh, think of things I say. You oh, know that you, I, again. That's how I put it in. Rev- that's my frame of reference. Do I say these quotes on a regular basis? Do people like when this, you said it? They can. This one certainly should be on the list in the top 10. This is an obvious top 10 choice here from The Godfather in 1972. I'm going to make him an awfully camera. Right. And everybody does the thing. With Two the- Brando quotes make the list. Okay. Brando mm-hmm. from The Godfather. I'm going to make him an awfully camera. Refuse. And I guess this one, I don't know if it's number one, Shaw. I definitely, it's not number one in my book. It is a highly quotable, uh, you know, everybody recognizes it, but I don't know. Is it the top? Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. I guess he doesn't give a damn. Gone with the wind. Again, the newest movie on that list in the top ten is... <laughs> Dirty Harry? It's Dirty Harry's from Sudden Impact. Wow. Go ahead, make my day. You killed my father. Prepare to die. <laughs> right. uh, here's another one that a lot of people say. Number 11, just on the cusp of the top ten. Yeah. What we've got here is, is failure a failure to, to communicate. communicate. Cool Hand Luke, 1967. Mm-hmm. That's, that's good. I say that one a lot. The next one that shows up from the 80s, by the way, is at number 15. E.T. Phone. Oh, no. Well, he says okay. home phone. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mr. Tibbs, Ann's favorite, number 16 from the heat of the night. Again, I'm looking like I'm scrolling down 1991. There's no crying in baseball. Mm-hmm. 
21 on the list of the top 100 movie quotes of all time from 1991. This is the first movie from the 90s to make an entry in this list. A census taker tried to test me. I ate his liver with some fava beans and a nice can. Not awesome. Not great. The best is yet to come. A better than average. You go to the best. You are listening to the best of the Morning Sickness Podcast. Brought to you by Krat Lumber. 30-year-old man in Florida faces charges after he drove his vehicle onto the sidewalk while chasing children, nearly hitting them. Yo! Yeah. The deputy said this man began chasing the children in his vehicle, speeding up behind them while they were on the sidewalk, almost striking them. A woman who was walking her dog on the sidewalk was almost hit as well. Uh, Witnesses asked the guy what was going on, and he said, quote, the kids were in the street. The children were also interviewed by deputies who said they had to run into a random house because they feared for their lives. Mm. The guy behind the wheel admitted to following the children in his vehicle but said he only wanted to speak to their parents about them being in the road. By getting up on the sidewalk and chasing them down Mm -hmm. with my car. He's facing charges of aggravated assault with a deadly weapon without the intent to kill. Kids suck. Dude, you might not want move to the country. Maybe Maybe uh, way, way out in the country. Uh, Houston, Texas, they've seen its share of alligators before, mm. but an 11-foot beast named uh, the, a man named Cornelius Gregg Jr. spotted on Sunday. His name is Cornelius? Name is Cornelius. The guy who Not the spotted the alligator. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah the I know. But, name is Cornelius. but it was head-turning even for him. It took troopers three hours to wrangle the 1,200-pound alligator oh, man, into a, a record truck. And it put up quite a fight. The man said that he was huge. I've never seen one that big up close. Uh, they've estimated the gator's age to be about 85 years old. Whoa. Wow. Apparently, uh, people in the area may have been feeding the animal. An alligator bit my hand. Another, oh my allega- another alligator story. A man in Florida lost his arm after being attacked by an alligator behind a bar. The 23-year-old was attacked early Sunday behind a bar in Port Charlotte, Florida. The man had been a patron at Bandito's Bar, located next to a pond. Uh, Witnesses say they heard screaming and they ran out to see what was going on. Uh, The man was able to get back to shore, taken by helicopter to a hospital where his arm was amputated. An alligator trapper removed the 10-and-a-half-foot alligator from the property. Gator don't play no shit. A team of wranglers, including one on horseback, chased down and captured a wayward steer named Lester across several lanes of a Detroit area freeway. Police car Lester video. the cow got loose. Yep. Shows the tail end of the chase on the interstate in Holly, Michigan. A rider on horseback and three people in ATVs can be seen chasing Lester in and around fields and woods along the side of the freeway as a police car follows slowly behind on the shoulder. Uh, three vehicles ultimately pass the steer as it runs into the northbound lanes. A rider on horseback catches up and lassos Lester, which then runs into the median and hops a guardrail before it was finally stopped. According to a post on the police department's Twitter page, the critter was captured and removed from the freeway. The bovine was not charged and is back in the pasture with a story to tell all the other livestock. That's good. They say Lester had been on the lam for several weeks after escaping from a nearby ranch. A man was shot over the weekend in Louisville, Kentucky, and police say it was over a hot pocket. Police arrested 64-year-old Clifton Williams after they said he shot his roommate following an argument at their home. Williams' roommate apparently had eaten the last hot pocket. Yeah. So the roommate started throwing tiles at him. The roommate tried to leave, but Williams went inside and got a gun. Mm. The man was then shot in the buttocks as he was trying to leave. Uh, the victim was ultimately taken to a hospital for treatment of non-life-threatening injuries, and Williams is being charged with assault. That escalated quickly. 
Yeah, I mean, I understand the premise here, you know, but Went it is still just pockets, a hot pocket. The tiles, just, the gun. Yes. Right. There's no steps, step. in, no steps in between ooh, throwing ooh. tiles and getting a gun. There's yeah. none. Not a shouting match or a shoving mm-hmm. match or maybe a dust ham and up. cheese or was it one of the pepperoni yeah, ones? I'm thinking pepperoni. Ooh, pepperoni? Maybe, but, yeah. Was it one of the broccoli chicken mm-hmm. ones? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I will say I make would a be, I'd be upset if my roommate ate my last Well, right, but you wouldn't shoot him. Uh, get your calculator out for this one. You're going to need it to add up all the people arrested here. Four kids in Maryland were caught driving around in two different stolen cars. All right, they, so four kids, two separate cars. Yeah, they were teenagers, and two adults were with them, an 18-year-old and a 21-year-old. So now we have six. Yeah, turns out they'd also just stolen stuff from a nearby store. The two adults got thrown in jail. The four kids were charged as juveniles. So that's six arrests, but we're just getting started. With two cars. The kids had to get picked up at jail by a guardian. And Hi, when Dan. the guardian showed up, the jail. car that she was in was also stolen. Oh. There were three women in that car and a guy driving cops thought it might be hot because the back window was smashed after the three women got dropped off cops tracked down the car and arrested four more people inside it the driver and three other passengers meanwhile they do wrong the three women who got dropped off at the jail also got arrested by now you've lost count so here's the final tally is there anybody left in town a total of 13 people were arrested seven juveniles and six adults they all apparently knew each other it's not clear what the guardian situation was all about where their parents were during all of this. And a partridge in right? a we're missing. Do they have enough room in the jail? It's a lot. Yeah, it's, it is. Yeah. That's got to be a family that's known to the police in that community. I would imagine yeah. so. Right? Yeah. Oh, here they come again. Yeah. All right. mm-hmm. Round them all up. 13. Yeah. That's a lot of paperwork. It's a lot of paperwork. Open and shut case, Johnson. Mm-hmm. Some sort of a deal on bond? like Group yeah. discount? Right, group discount. <laughs> Family rate. I like it. No, I love it. Keep listening. More of the best of the morning sickness is coming up. Brought to you by Crack Lumber. Where's this coming from, man? 95.7. The Rock. Cow Fair, the largest gathering of cows in the entire world. Uh, tried to beat the world record, but it's a little short today. This is one of the biggest gatherings of the Kyles I have ever been. It's, it's remarkable. Um, I hope to come back next year and try again and bring like 10 more Kyles with me. <laughs> this, is a, this is a real thing. The gathering of the yeah, Kyles. Kyle. set a record. Have you heard of this? Yeah. The gathering of the Kyles failed. Failed? Unfortunately, yeah. This is in Kyle, Texas. There's a city called Kyle, Texas. Okay. And they, uh, again, fell short of breaking the world record for the most people with the same name gathered in one place. It's not just Kyle's. It's any name. So if we want to do the gathering of the Bryans or whatever, but uh, they missed a mark by a lot, actually. 835 Kyle's. Uh, so a couple of the Kyle's there talking about how they're looking forward to next year so they more can bring Kyle's. 10, 10 more, more Kyle's. Kyle's with them. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the city of Kyle having uh, the gathering of the Kyle's Festival. Hey, y'all, I'm Kyle Park, and I'm here calling all Kyle's to come to Kyle, Texas, where we'll attempt to break the world record of the most Kyle's gathered ever. It's the most Kyle's. <laughs> <laughs> That's random. Yeah, so the, there's that, Shaw. I think they still drew thousands, though. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, but, like, 835 short is yeah. not missing it by 10. You know what I mean? That's a lot. Mm-hmm. That's a... You know, everybody's going to, like, you got to get 80 people to bring in. Each of those 80 people have to bring an extra 10, you know, and then you'll get closer. But the gathering of the Kyles in the city of Kyle, Texas. Why not? Might as well, right? Gathering of the Shaws. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Apparently, that's not the only one. I didn't know about this, but there's something called the Council of Andrew. Okay. 
I just got a text from Pooch. He said, the Council of Andrew has been trying to break the same record. It's a very difficult record to break. Our Facebook group of Andrews is about at 5,000 from across the world. I just Googled Council of Andrews. Yes. There's a website. It's councilofandrews.com. We are a global network of Andrews, Andes, Drews, and all whose first name derives from the Greek root name Andreas. Okay. We are a nonprofit organization dedicated to helping the Druish community (laughs) achieve prosperity and self-actualization. We currently have a scholarship for young Drews to go to school. Eventually, we want to have a full-ride scholarship. That's kind of neat. I mean, like, that they're not just doing it to be a goofy world record holder. They're actually, it seems like they're actually, you know, trying to help other Drews. The Drew World Order is what they're calling it, Shaw. I love that. The quest to enact the Drew World Order has begun. The Council of Andrews. You checking it out? I am. Um, Dude, super weird. They've even got like a Star Wars. They even got like a Star Trek logo. You see that? Like yeah, I, a little triangle I, thing? True universe. Saturdays from 6 until 10. It's the best of the morning sickness. The morning sickness. I like the morning show. They got some good comedy going on. It's hilarious. It's a good morning show. Brought to you by Krat Lumber. Premium products. Superior service since 1948. The best of the morning sickness. Only on 95.7 The Rock. 's day right around the corner what do you want to get your dad for Father's Day uh this music is not making anything tie <laughs> a tie no maybe some old spice yeah. new wallet some uh, steak <clears throat> bacon golf golfing hey golfer golfer hey, go- some, golfer, free golf. some golf golf maybe golf, golf balls <laughs> maybe some teas maybe some tools right maybe a gift card to Ooh, yeah, Home Depot go. or yeah, something yeah, like yeah, that yeah. or Menards always good. What about something to stimulate dad's prostate? Excuse me? Excuse me? Una sphincter DCK? Okay. Guess who this comes from? Pornhub. No. Famous actress? Vagina candle. No. Oh. What? Gwyneth wants to wants massage to, somebody's prostate? Wants to put da- a little... Daddy's. Daddy's what? prostate? Daddy's she prostate. Wants a, like a little battery operated thing or what? <laughs> Father's Day right around the corner. Dad does not want it's a, a prostate stimulation from, 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 from his daughter. Her goop uh, factory, whatever the hell that is, right? She just has random products, all sorts of different sexual and beauty aids, right? Isn't that the deal? Yes. Is it? Is Her, it? Is it? In, in the goop Father's Day gift guide. Remote control operated shop. You can give your dad on Father's Day. Uh-huh. A probing device called the Lilo, Lilo Hugo. L-E-L-O Hugo. Probing, Shaw. It's $219, and it not only probes, but it vibrates. Shaw. Don't knock until you try it. What's that sound in there? I don't know. Dad went in the bathroom about an hour ago. He hasn't come back out. Don't anybody go in there for another it's a medical thing. 45 it's minutes. It's a medical thing. It is. <laughs> There's also the Arc Wave Ion. Oh, boy. That sounds not in your pants, Shaw. Described as a, quote, Air pulsing sex toy for penis owners. 
<laughs> is that is that the inclusive term now? Penis owners. Penis do owners. Do you want an arc wave, Shaw? No, arc wave ion. So. Ion. Do you want ion? ion. This, this one only stimulates your front parts, Shaw, and it's 199 bucks. So if you want to get dad an arc, arc wave, wave ion to stimulate his, who would get that for their father for Father's Day? Hey, Dad. You know I've noticed you. You're having a little struggle there, Daddy O. But uh, you don't have a skip in your step anymore, pops. I thought I'd get you an arc wave ionizer. Mom, Mom and I were having some uh, smokes and some Miller High Lifes over and the she table. Was She's, yeah, telling me that you were having a little trouble there. Oh, woes. Telling me your woes. The gift guide, of course, is full of other stupidly overpriced items, like an $890 beach towel. Huh. You did not mishear me. An $890 beach towel. Does this thing massage your prostate, too? Or I what? Have, maybe it goes up your butt and then comes out your mouth. I huh. have no idea what this thing does. Maybe it's like a magic huh? carpet. Maybe it flies you to the beach. Maybe Ooh. it's it fly, maybe it's like a flying beach does towel. Does it repel sand? I have no idea what the hell it does. It's $890. It's a beach towel. It better pay my mortgage for that month as well. That's what it better do. Uh, a $349 infrared hair dryer for dad. And a $250 notebook for, quote, jotting notes, setting intentions, and recording your dreams. Oh, my. God, my dad would kill me if I brought any of that crap home. Here, dad, record your dreams. While you're putting this... Lilu Hugo up your butt so it vibrates. Nope. Gwyneth Paltrow, go to her Goop website if you want to get your dad something nice for Father's Day. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, is anybody buying that for their dad? Are, are, are any relationships with your father that no. open? No. And no? It's not a thing? I mean, maybe a gift for yourself if you're a father? Uh, gift card. The secret <laughs> package arrives on the front step. What's that, Dad? Nothing. Nothing. Shut up. My father's a gift to myself. I'll be in the bathroom. I'm ready to rock when you are. So let's do this. It's the best of the morning sickness. Good morning. Brought to you by Krat Lumber. Premium products. Superior service since 1948. The best of the morning sickness. Only on 95.7 The Rock. One of them can have an entire conversation made up of movie quotes. I paid the fool. The other two usually have no clue what the f*** he just said. You like movies about gladiators? We love to party. I'll be back. Wednesday mornings at 8.15. Win Brian's morning show money. They're always after me, lucky charms. By playing You're Killing Me Shaws. You're killing me, Smalls. I want you to be nice. Until it's time to not be nice. You're Killing Me Shaws. Brought to you by the Nutbush City Limits Bar and Restaurant. $10 of my morning show money up for grabs, so no real pressure, Shaw. It's all brought to you by the Nutbush City Limits, which is, again, the only place to win Rockfest VIP tickets with VIP camping. Over $1,000 in value. You cannot buy these. You can't even get a regular-ass camping site. They're all gone. So get to the Nutbush this week, mm-hmm. this, this weekend. weekend. Scan the QR code on the poster. And sign up to win Rockfest VIP tickets, courtesy of the Nutbush City Limits. If you're a fan of deep fried mushroom, Shaw, yeah, get them. Avocado, bacon, uh, lettuce, and tomato. Really good. Mm. They do a pretty good eggs Benedict too. Yeah, yeah. and they got uh, got an outdoor area. Of course, they got the volleyball court and uh, but that little outdoor patio in front. Yeah. Jean thinks you're going to get it, Shaw. All right. She thinks you're going to get it. She has faith in you. Ten dollars <laughs> of my morning show money up for grabs, courtesy of the Nutbush City Limits. Jean has faith. 
But it's not all about Jean because her opinion is relevant. It's all about Color 15. Who's this? Hi, this is Brian. Brian, ah. you think Shaw's going to know the movie quote or not? I think he's going to know it. Whoa. Doubling up on the faith, Shaw. He thinks you're going to know it. Now there's pressure. I don't think you're going to know it. Oh, great. It's a little long. It's about 20 seconds. Listen closely. You ready? Uh, yes. Standing over you. He thinks he's won. And as sure as he's a coward, he will try to kick you. Yes. But because you know what he'll do, you're smiling inside. Right. I got nothing on that, dude. <laughs> Not a thing. There are people right now yelling at their radio. I'm sure really? there are. Yeah. Yeah. This is a popular movie then? Uh, I wouldn't. <sighs> yes and no. Yes okay. and no. You want to hear it again? Why not? Listen closely. <laughs> Standing over you. He thinks he's won. And as sure as he's a coward, he will try to kick you. Yes. But because you know what he'll do, you're smiling inside. It's actually a very powerful movie. Uh, I, I wouldn't say it's critically acclaimed or anything like that, but uh, the message, the overall message there is uh, very powerful. Mm-hmm. I don't know if playing it a third time is going to help no, you out, Sean. No, it's not going okay. to help <laughs> Really, it isn't. You want to take a stab at it? Um, <laughs> yes. I, dude, I got... I no, seriously. I don't either. I, uh, I, Highlander. Uh, no. no, not Highlander. Uh, there can be only there one. There can be only one. I know. That's Highlander. No, it's not Highlander. Shaw, you want to give it one more? I'll give you another chance here. It oh wouldn't God. help. I got Never heard of that movie. It, it wouldn't, wouldn't help. It wouldn't help. That's wouldn't a good that, title, though. Saw it a couple times. Uh, from 2002, starring Jennifer Lopez, the movie Enough. Never heard of it. She is a uh, wife and mother, and her husband becomes extremely abusive. Mm. And because he is the sole breadwinner and because he's, uh, I don't know, got status, if you will, he, uh, of course, makes her life a living hell. She escapes with her daughter. He chases after her. It's sort of like sleeping with the enemy. I was saying, it sounds familiar. It is, but it's uh, there's a daughter involved in this one, and uh, she learns to fight back uh, against her husband. She has had enough, Sean. Okay. And so she goes and she trains to fight back and to take him on and... That was her trainer there, uh, the, the training montage, if you will. And he says, uh, you know, as as much as he's a coward, he thinks he's won and he's going to mm-hmm. kick you because you're down on the ground. But you're smiling inside because you know it's coming. All right. She's, she's ready. She's completely. Pre- it's, <clears throat> and again, it's a very powerful movie about empowerment and all abusive that stuff. Relationships and abusive and, relationships yeah. and everything and the, the love a mother has for her daughter and all that stuff. But uh, in theaters on this day in 2002, the movie Enough, Brian, you don't win my morning show money. Which is good, because your phone sucks. <laughs> Ryan. Ryan. Gene. Gene. Shaw. Shaw. And when you want the job done right, you go to the best. You're listening to the best of the Morning Sickness Podcast. Brought to you by... Brought to you by Krat Lumber. A Florida man arrested after crashing into a utility pole and then showing up at someone's house naked. Okay. It happened around 2 in the morning. Uh, When deputies got there, they found a pickup truck that had crashed into and completely severed a utility pole. Oh, snap. He must have been going really fast. Yeah, the driver was not at the scene when police got there. What was he driving? Was it a truck? Pickup truck, you said? Uh, It was a pickup, yeah. Yeah. Less than an hour later, 
deputies responded to a house after getting reports about a burglary with a naked man banging on the door. Have you ever seen a grown man naked? Mm-hmm. He's right out front. Deputies door. said they found 39-year-old Kevin Gardner at the home, and he had several injuries on his face and legs. Uh, he was the owner of the crashed truck, although he told deputies the truck had been stolen from him. He then changed his story several times, saying he had seizures and didn't remember anything. Uh, a, bre- a breath test showed it was much higher than the legal limit. He was arrested and faces a number of charges. We've heard of things like this before. Airline baggage hacks are rampant on social media, but this this one didn't fly. Uh, an airline called Jetstar Airways fined two young women $40 after they tried to avoid paying the airline's baggage fee by wearing more than 13 pounds of clothing. <laughs> Both of their bags were way over the weight limit of 15 pounds, so they decided to just wear their clothes okay. to avoid paying more. Yeah, well, I, just uh, I just put on all my vacation lay- clothes. Yeah, and, right? Layered- it's actually uh, the yeah, but then you got to be the people at the airport uh, yeah, who were checking them in weren't going to have it. They were given an ultimatum: either get rid of everything on their body and pay a fine, or miss their flight. They went with the former, removing most of the items that they had put on in an attempt to avoid the baggage fee. Then put them back in and had that, to pay the fee anyway. I, I can't, I can't well, fault you can, them for trying you could, something. You could probably get away with it to an extent. To an extent, yeah. Two or three layers, you know what I mean? Oh, like, easily. But it, you know, but then is Not that a really week's worth of? But is that clothing. really saving you that much when it comes to your baggage fees? Right. I mean, honestly. Well, I don't know. You, you mean, well, if you take the whole thing out like they did, yeah, you're saving a ton because you're taking all the clothes out. <laughs> but if you're only putting on a couple, it's really not that much. Shaw, you could do leggings, and then you could do shorts Shaw. over leggings. Then you could do your skirt. Okay, you could yeah. do your swimsuit underneath that. Then you could do a T-shirt. You could do a tank top T-shirt, long sleeve. Sounds you could do really a hoodie over the top of that. You're sitting on an airplane. One pair of underwear, hours. one pair of shorts, one pair of Travel socks. light, that's I'm, the I'm answer. I'm good for the week, man. Yeah. I'm good for the I'll make it last. And a 37-year-old landlord in Minnesota, a guy named hey, Travis Lord. Carlson, deliberately set his apartment on fire while blasting the Billy Joel song, We Didn't Start the Fire. Oh, yeah. First, he drilled holes in his truck's gas tank, put the gas into cans, and then carried them back and forth up to his apartment. Uh, he then knocked on the lower tenant's door and told them the house is on fire. Sure when firefighters is. arrived, they found the apartment on fire with We Didn't Start the Fire blaring from the unit. This guy could face up to 20 years in prison. It's not clear why he did it. Well, or he likes the song. Or if he tried to argue that it was always burning since the world's yeah, been turning. Yes. Question. Many. I have a question for you, Shaw. I, I bet. Who sings this song? Billy Joel. Not Billy Cyrus? No. We have a co-worker who does not. Did actually, not. Did not. I should say past tense. Did not know the difference between Billy Joel and Billy Ray Cyrus. I don't know that she didn't know the difference. She pound her on the forehead, or no, what? I like wasn't there. Was so, I wasn't there. I'm giving you young. all secondhand knowledge. All I know is Big Daddy Know It All almost lost it. <laughs> I thought I was going to have to get out the defibrillator. We have out. Front. We have a defibrillator yeah, up front. Do. Shaw. I do. I thought Might I was going to have to hit him with it. the pads. Clear. That was when the Billy Joel and Stevie Nicks tickets went on sale. Mm-hmm. So and Billy Joel, Stevie Nicks tickets are on sale. It's crazy online. You're trying we're to get buying, them. We know about Taylor Swift. And co- and it just it was like a week after, right? Wasn't and it? And the coworker says. Oh, you mean Hannah Montana's dad. <laughs> and I thought that the boss man, I thought uh, I was going to have to get out the defib. Because he's did. a big Billy Joel fan and he, figures everybody he, knows Billy Joel, right? Well, just, I mean, not that you necessarily, but to get those two confused, right. it's not, like, I can see of a different generation, I guess I'm not all that familiar with Billy Joel would be, a bit, but oh, you mean Hannah Montana's dad. <laughs> her name, by the way, is Taylor, and her dad listens, and 
We and may, you need we, to play more Billy Joel yeah. in your house when she we, was growing up, I think. We may he's... start to incorporate the lovely Taylor. We love her. She's great. She's one of my favorites. But we may incorporate her into the program at some point, Shaw. Similar to your... The youth voice? Yeah. Well, well similar to your inability to know movie quotes, yeah. she just doesn't know anything. Okay. And so we may come up with some sort of way <laughs> to incorporate her. Taylor doesn't know bleep, Shaw. She does not know bleep. Again, let me ask you a question, Shaw. Here we go. Ready? Yeah, uh-huh. For 50 points. Okay. Who sings this song? That's Billy Joel. And who sings this song? That's Billy Ray Cyrus. <laughs> Just don't think you understand. All right, hold on. Just again, we're going to do this one more time just to confirm. Okay. Who sings this song? That song, huh? Yeah, that's Billy Joel. That's Billy Joel. Okay, and again, who sings this one? Achy Breaky. It's Hannah Montana's dad. Yeah, that's Hannah Montana's dad right there. (laughs) That's who it is. Miley's dad. The wonderful, beautiful, special Taylor. Yes. Who works here now, Shaw. Does not know the difference, apparently. Don't go anywhere. Another dose of the best stuff from the morning sickness is on the way. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. The best of the morning sickness. Brought to you by Krat Lumber. Only on. Favorite station. 95.7. The Rock. Welcome, friends. What would you like for breakfast? The most expensive wine you have. Here to join me for glass of breakfast of wine? Let me guess. Let me, let me, let me guess. Let me guess. It is National Wine Day. We are celebrating. How are you going to do that? I'm drinking a lot of wine. Red and white wine. Pinot Grigio. Cabernet Sauvignon. And a pretty decent Pinot Noir. What are you into wine? I love wine. Drink up. National Wine Day. It's your time to shine, Gene. This is my day. This is your day. This is my people. National Wine Day. Shaw, this is our day. It is. Yeah, you're into into wine as well, I guess. Mm -hmm. Although it's gin and tonic season, Shaw. Yeah, but I had a lovely glass of wine last night. National Wine Day. Here's some interesting stats and info about wine. Okay. On National Wine Day. Supposed to spit out, but no way, Jose. We'll we'll get to that. (laughs) Red wine is our favorite type. Followed by white, then rosé. The most popular reds are Merlot, Cabernet, Pinot, and Red Zin. Red Zinfandel's a thing. Yeah, that's my favorite. Oh, all right. Big and bold. <laughs> hey, Jenny, hey, Wayne. Is that the one that comes in the gallon jug? No. <laughs> no, not typically. No, 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 With the little loop to put your finger in? No. no. The top mistakes we make when we drink wine are holding it by the bulb instead of the stem. You're supposed mm-hmm. to hold it by the stem? Yeah. No way, Jose. Am I holding it by the stem? <laughs> uh, opening it wrong. Look, sometimes the, the cork- quickest is, is that's the right way. Sean. As long as you get it fast, open, fast, that's fast. all that matters. As long as you get it open, exactly. right? That's all that matters. There's no wrong way to open it. Sometimes you got to push open. the cork into the bottle. It's whatever. Is, is the wine coming out? Fine. Uh, and then mispronouncing the name when you order the wine at a restaurant is another mistake we make. Because I can't even get near the stuff because of my interior rash. Interior rash, <laughs> not good. How many glasses of wine do you usually have in one sitting? Uh, well, we usually would open a bottle and finish it, so about two per person. Seventy-four percent of wine drinkers say one or two. Nine percent said they usually take the whole full bottle themselves, oh. which is about five glasses. Gene, welcome to the nine percenters. <laughs> Right, Gene? No, it depends. Orgies are not too much fun if no one wants to do with you. Depends. Yeah. On what? Well, lots of things. <laughs> of all the people that I know, you and Lori are the two that I would never trust a bottle of wine around. Well, it's going to be gone. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Well, that's like Shaw said. You're that's opening said. that, you're sharing. 9% said they usually yeah. take down the whole full bottle themselves. 
The average person drinks over three gallons of wine a year. It's been going up pretty much nonstop for decades. 50 years ago, we drank half that much, Hmm. according to this information. Uh, Which country makes the best wine? I like California wines, typically. So you would say USA? Yeah. I don't know if they're the best. It's the ones I like best. 19% of Americans say the United States, which is good enough for second place. 21% of people say France. France, as you say. Italy is third at 18%. There's all kinds of other wines. Peanut Noir. Oregon makes some good ones. Yeah, that's true. Where are the grapes growing the best, right? Uh, Three in four people say the best place to drink wine is at home. Yeah. No responsibilities. Right? Mm-hmm. Don't have to worry about somebody like giving you the side eye. Out on the patio having a sip of wine. Well, that sounds I'm like, good. Look, if I'm having a seventh glass of wine, I don't need your judgmental eyes right. looking at me. What do you think of that? The number one thing we consider when picking out a wine is? Price. The price. Two-thirds say it's a big factor. Brand name is next, and then alcohol percentage. I didn't realize wine changed. Yeah, I don't look at that. I don't think either. there's much change. Yeah, They're typically, but like with beers, you know, I mean, like, you know, an imperial barrel-aged stout is usually going to have. I never look at the alcohol. But I didn't realize wine sure? had a. No, I don't. I, they're either. all about five and a half percent, I yeah. think. There's those skinny ones that have less sugar now. Those have less percentage, but that's the only thing I've ever seen where you look at the alcohol content. I hate, like, I hate you because of your birthday and because you drink wine and I have no friggin' clue what to get. So I go to the store and, and I just try to find somebody stupid. and I'm like, give me, just tell me what's good. And yeah. they're, well, this, that, and the other. What does she like? And I have no idea. It's red and it, need, it comes no. in a bottle. Just tell me. Red That's mid- why I, I enlisted you in this mission to help me out, okay? I'm Zelda. I'm Link at the beginning without the sword. It's not safe to go alone. Take this, all right? I need your help. Help me. Help me, Obi-Wan. You're my only hope. <laughs> Ugh. How much does a good bottle of wine cost? A good bottle? Yeah. Good, not great, not like... Oh, uh, 12 bucks. <laughs> 12 bucks, Chuck. 42% of Americans say anything over 10 bucks qualifies as a nice bottle, yep. so maybe I don't have to, like, overthink it. I'm supposed to spit it out. But no way, Jose, my spinach stuff out. It's like fruit. If I was giving a gift, though, Shaw, I probably wouldn't go under 20. 30 yeah, yeah, right, yeah, right, right. yeah, yeah. If it was a, a bottle as a gift, like, hey, this is for, it would probably be more like 20, 25. Uh, in a blind taste test, do you think you could tell the difference between a cheap bottle of wine and a really good bottle of wine? I'd like to think so. Gene? Uh, this is one of those things because I've heard stories where they put expensive wines yeah. next to ch- the really reasonable ones and, and people, people can't think they're tell the, the difference. Fancy, yeah. fancy strawberry I mean, wine. like really crappy wine that's cheap, probably, I think, but not like they, once you get into that mid range, Shaw, you know, as a, a $7 bottle, you know, a $10, nah, I don't think I could. Uh, according to a survey, 36% of us think we could tell the difference between a cheap bottle and a really good bottle. Sweet <laughs> National, I mean, like cheap and sweet, Shaw, you could probably. Right. But... National Wine Day. So mm-hmm. like a dry red, you probably couldn't tell? Well, once you get into that, you, you know, like I said, a $6 bottle versus a 9, Shaw, it's going to get rough. But if you're talking about like I don't, those are the barefoot same class. versus, right. you know, a deep cab, you're definitely going to You, you know. Yes. Somebody texted in and said MD 2020 Mad Dog. <laughs> Mad Dog. Oh. Is that, that wine or is that? Yeah. I thought, well, it, I think it was. I drank two wine. bottles of that once before. Did a, you go blind? Football game for no, a weekend. I don't have much recollection of what happened after that. I bet. I am not drinking any f-ing Merlot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm not drinking any of it. I can't stand it. We had a bunch of really expensive wines at our anniversary, and I just, I try, I just couldn't do it, man. I don't get it. I don't get it. It's like IPAs for me. I just can't. Mm-mm. 
Gene, have you tried the Mayomi? Yes. That's good. It is. It's my new favorite, I think. May, is that a brand name? Yeah, yes. M-E-O-M-I. What's uh, so good about it? It's very velvety. It's um, rich. Oh, Mr. Mel Rich and bold and velvety? Yeah. 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 They're they're good. Look at this guy over here, Mr. Descriptive Words. You asked me. Mr. Adjective. You said describe it, so I described it. <laughs> rich and velvety. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very much smooth. so. Smooth. Very smooth. And what does that cost? That's about 13, 14, 15 oh, bucks. Oh, breaking the bank. Well, sometimes you splurge. Brian, Gene, and Shaw get their best stuff every Saturday morning. Brought to you by Krat Lumber. All systems go. The best of the morning sickness. Only on 95.7 The Rock. That smell, Shaw. Uh What the hell is that smell? I don't know. Have you ever had something in your home or your car? That smelled so bad and you couldn't identify what it was? Um, probably. I don't recall. A lot of times it's the trash, maybe the sink, or the toilet, maybe the uh, dishwasher. Dead mouse, like, in a wall or, you know, someplace you can't get to it where you're like, there's something dead around here, but I don't I, I don't know where it is. I don't think it was in the house, though. It was the garage. Isn't the O supposed to go with the B? <laughs> <laughs> A woman hid smelly food in her cheating boyfriend's apartment. (laughs) And she's going viral on social media after recounting her experience. She lives in the UK, caught her boyfriend cheating, got back at him by hiding smelly food in his apartment. Kind of smelly food. There's a video where she opens up the curtain rods above one of his windows. Curtain rods? Yeah, yeah, like a up a way up above, you know, the curtain rods okay. up there. And I don't know. I don't quite. I didn't watch the video, so I don't so quite understand how. There's probably a hole in the curtain rod. It's is a, my hollow. Guess. Yeah, right, yeah. So it's, a, it's one big, of those big, thicker yeah. pipe shaws as, as opposed to one of those smaller ones. Yeah. So apparently, she opened up the curtain rod and stuffed a bunch of shrimp in there. <laughs> Dude, you would. It would be very difficult to find that. I would think. Well, you can kind of get a census as to where the area is, but then you don't think that there's shrimp inside your curtain rod. I didn't even know those things were hollow. I wouldn't think to look in there. She says that his place smelled for months and he couldn't figure out why. I'm sure they have shared friends and that's how she kept abreast of the situation. The bears can smell the menstruation. The guy can smell the shrimp. He just doesn't know where the hell it comes from, right, Shaw? Yeah, how would you pin that down? Her video inspired other people to tell their own revenge stories in the comments. Some of those are pretty solid as well. Here are a couple of examples. Somebody removed the back panel from their ex's TV and put crab meat in it. Oh, oh, smelly, so stinky. You are a smelly pirate hooker. A woman brushed a guy's toilet with his toothbrush and then put it back. Yeah. Gross, but... Yeah, not... Not a... I don't know. Not that smell that just lingers, Yeah, right? not like shrimp in a, in a curtain could, rod. Could lose your apartment because the landlord can't mm-hmm. figure out why you stink so bad. Hey, would you stop cooking shrimp over there? Apparently, you're not doing it right. It stinks in the whole entire complex. Uh, somebody said uh, they took the liquid. That, you know when you get minced uh, garlic, Shaw? Yeah. They took the liquid. Yeah. They strained the, gar- strained the garlic, yeah. took the liquid... And dumped it in the guy's shoes. Uh, so then his feet smell and reactivate that garlic juice slash garlic. Yeah, I'm throwing those out, though. Yeah. 
Oh, that's, yeah. a, that's, oh, just yeah. a, that's just a garbage thing. That's, well, and you know once it's right like, away. Yeah. It's something with the shoes. And uh, another person filled a spray bottle with milk and sprayed it all over the person's carpet. Okay, that's rude. Rude. Gross. Got to take up the whole carpet for that one, right? You get stinky well, old funky milk. Well, you could probably milk. shampoo that out as I long guess. as you can do something about it rather quickly. But it's like Elaine, right? Once it gets in her hair, every time, <laughs> I mean, she washed, she dried, rinse, repeat, the whole thing, right? She all that stuff she did, and it was still there. Yeah, and Putty was, was like, I could still smell it. It stinks. It was the car, wasn't it the car? Well, that was Jerry when he, yeah, because yeah, she got it in her hair, and then she couldn't get it yeah. out. Your mother was a hamster, and your father smelt of elderberry. Yeah. Smelly food in her cheating boyfriend's apartment. No, thank you. What the hell stinks over here by the window? <laughs> smells like rotten fish. It would take a while to find oh, that. Inside the curtain rod. Mm-hmm. That'd be a place you'd never think to look. No. Never. Commence awakening. You wanted the best. You got it. You, you, got, him a you got him a present? Multiple presents, but the big one, the big present he took. Which was? It was a scrapbook that someone made for me with pictures of all the stuff. Of you and we... Pat together? You yeah. guys are so oh good, man. Oh, my God, you are kidding me. The best of the morning sickness. Every Saturday from 6 until 10 a.m. Brought to you by Krat Lumber. It's Friday. The weekend's here, and you're looking for something to do. Check out three things to do in and around lacrosse this weekend. Three, of course, is one more than two. See more on the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com or on the free 957therock app. It's the weekend! It is, of course, the holiday weekend. Let's all also remember what Memorial Day is truly about. Those servicemen and women who paid the ultimate price for our freedom. Freedom ain't free. And I know we're all excited to have a day off of work and do some barbecue and go out in the river and all Mm -hmm. that stuff, Shaw. But, again, take that time to remember. Thank a serviceman or a woman. There's a parade service, and I know there's a a cemetery service as well. Yeah, but uh, obviously uh, take that time to Mm -hmm. really, truly reflect and remember why. Uh, we have the freedoms we do. Good job pointing that out. I know a lot of people in this country think that it's a bad country and they want to move to Canada. And I tell you, get the F out because I've been to other countries, Sean, other continents, and it ain't all that great. No. You know, I know there's other places that are a little better than us, Sean, but I tell you what, you go to some other places, it ain't nice. Mm-hmm. People don't realize that until they go somewhere else. Uh, here we go. Friday, today, tonight. You know they're going to have those garage doors open over at the Lacrosse <laughs> Beer House, Shaw. Oh, well, downtown, uh, yeah. I'm sure of you it. know they have live poker music on Friday and Saturday nights, right, Shaw? Nice. And I, uh, Barefoot Becky and the uh, Ivanhoe Dutchman are playing at the Beer House tonight and tomorrow night. The she's garage. a blast. Oh, yeah. She plays Barefoot, by the way. That's how she got the nickname she's Barefoot Becky. She's a blast. Becky. And she's a lot of fun on the squeeze box, Shaw, and yes. uh, playing all your polka favorites. Polka, polka, polka. We yeah. had a couple of hits in the 70s. Maybe you heard of us. <laughs> uh, but uh, Barefoot Becky and the Ivanhoe Dutchman going to be at the Beer House Friday and Saturday night, 630 nice. to 830. That's great. Stop in, grab a bite to eat. They got ginormous pretzels, Shaw, those fest pretzels yep. with the mustards, dippy, dippy, dippy. Bacon on a stick. They got their Friday fish fry. I've had more than a dozen people tell me that the Friday night fish fry at the Lacrosse Beer yeah. House is the best one in the area. Is that right? It's super thin, thin, not and doughy, crisp. and it's not doughy and shot. ready, and like, and you get that, you know, you get that kind of like glueish kind of. Not like that over there. It's more crispy and light. Uh, yes. Yeah, I've had several people tell me that, Shaw. So 
Uh, if you're looking for a place to grab a bite to eat and have some live music and uh, feel entertained, plus they got liters of beer, Sean. Who goes right, wrong? Right. Liter of beer. Uh, don't forget, obviously, there's going to be a lot of people downtown, so it might be packed, and you may uh, have experience a wait, but they're going to be jam-packed over there with those doors open at the Lacrosse Beer House for That's Barefoot great. Becky and the Ivanhoe Dutchman tonight and tomorrow night, 6.30 till 8.30. Uh, tomorrow night, if you want to see some more live music, our good friends Royal Bliss are coming to town with the Black Moods and Citizen Soldier. They're going to be at the Cavalier Theater. Uh, they're going to be at Broadfest, of course, on Sunday. Oh. Uh, and they're stopping in town real quick uh, with our buddies from Arizona, the Black Moods, Citizen yes. Soldier joining them. Tickets are limited. Uh, doors are at 7. Music starts at 8. You can buy them online. And uh, maybe you want to double up. You want to see them on Saturday night at the Cav and then head to Madtown on Sunday and see Royal Bliss playing with Kid and Play and Tone Loke at Broadfest. <laughs> Wild thing. Yeah. Uh, uh, uh. Wild thing. Right, Shaw? You got I'd it. I'd love to do the wild thing. <laughs> no? Uh, uh. What the hell was that? You I all right? Yeah, I'm right. having a stroke. I think so. Stroking out. Uh, on Sunday, uh, more live music, this time outdoors and, you know, weather weather permitting, obviously. We should have we beautiful should be okay. weather. Uh, why not have a Palm Sunday at River Rats? Get there by boat, get there by car, get there by motorcycle, Sean, sit out on the patio, enjoy like some this. food. Adam Palm. Oh, sure. I is, like his sound. Is playing for hashtag Sunday Funday at River Rats. They're open for the season now over there on the island. And uh, make sure you get there before 3 o'clock because Adam Palm starts the live acoustic tunes at 3 p.m. Palm Sunday. Try the River Tots, by the way, and the Ultimate Nachos if you're going to River Rats. They got great food on so the menu. And, middle of the day on yeah, a Sunday yeah, for like you. That. Yeah. And then hashtag uh, Memorial Day Monday. There is, uh, of course, uh, several different things going on in observance of Memorial Day, Shaw. The one that I picked out was the Memorial Day program at the Village Park in West Salem. This is the American Legion Post 51 from West Salem. They're going to be at the Village Park out there in West Salem for their annual Memorial Day program. It begins at 10 a.m. The Legion will then be open after the program for a potluck lunch. Everyone is welcome. You can find out more about that event, uh, of course, on the American Legion Post 51 website. All of my three things to do, actually four this weekend, uh, are online on the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com. But as always, there's tons of other events happening in our area, and you can find a lot of them online at aroundrivercity.com. Mm-hmm. And if you have an event of your own coming up that you want us to talk about and let us know about, for free, you can submit it for free right there at aroundrivercity.com. Please do so. I can't, I can't keep trying. I'm trying my best. Yeah, I'm it's only, a lot going on, I'm especially only one this man. time of year. I'm only one man. I can only put so many freaking events on that website. Thankfully, we hired somebody. But uh, you were saying uh, the memorial. Is there a parade as well? Yeah, Monday morning starting at 9 o'clock. It'll go to, I believe it goes down King Street. It previously has anyway. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, to the Catholic Cemetery off Losey where a graveside memorial service is held. Missed it. Download it. This is the Morning Sickness Podcast. I love it. It's brilliant. On 957therock.com and the 957therock app.